This is Space Waffles, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome to Space Waffles. I am your host, Arzu, and with me is my fellow waffle, Candace. So today, in honor of Marvel's What If, I know Marvel, and this is a Star Wars podcast, but we love it all here at The Waffle. In honor of Marvel's What If, we are here to talk about our personal Star Wars What Ifs. So the way this is going to work is we've conceived it as two categories. There's the minor What Ifs, like things that could still happen and keep the story the way it is. And then we have our huge galaxy-shaking What Ifs. So we're going to go through this by era. And neither of us knows what the other one's what-ifs are. So I think this is going to be fun. What do you think, Candace? Yeah. And I think it might also be heartbreaking. It might be, but we we like our feels here. Yes. All right. So let's let's kick things off. Let's start with the prequel trilogy era. So I think this is where most of our, our what-ifs are going to be. So Candace, what's your first one? Do you want the big one or a small one? Let's start, let's start each era with the small ones, and then we'll go into the big ones. Okay, what if all the little Padawans joined Hondo and became pirates so they didn't die <laughs> in Order 66? That's also just going to, that's my headcanon. Like, okay. like, nah, to being a Jedi because they like saw Ahsoka left and they're like, F this. Like Order 66, I think, got so much worse when you consider like that aspect of it. That like those kids all, those kids all died like. A year later. And they were thinking about making a spinoff show. And I'm like, how? Of what? About those six kids. And it's like, they're all dead. So yeah, it's also my headcanon that, oh gosh, what's her name? Katuni. Okay. So like, what if Katuni like had like Hondo's like hollow imbo and was like, hey, we're scared. Pick us up. I mean, maybe she did. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. They could be alive still and not sadly dead. Right. So jumping off, I think, people who who sadly died and the tragedies of Order 66, my small what if for this is more like a production thing. Well, that's the story thing. But what if we had gotten more Clone Wars episodes of clones, like, for whatever reason, resisting Order 66? Because we see a little bit of it in, in the Bad Batch with, like, Hauser seems pretty chill. And, like, we saw what happened with Rex, but then we also saw what happened with the rest of the 332nd. So, like, what if more clones had reason to to fight Order 66 and we had gotten to see that? That's my little one. But that kind of takes away from, I feel like, what makes Anakin and Ahsoka different. But I don't think they're actually that different. Really? Yeah. Like, they're different in terms of, like, their impact on the galaxy, but I don't think the relationship that they have with their clone troopers is is any more special than than the relationship that, like, another Jedi might have with theirs. Yeah, like, Cody did not hesitate. Cody. Cody's like, Order 66, let's go! And My out came time. the blaster. And My time like, I thought gone. we were friends. Okay, also, the whole thing about, like, Hauser and Order 66, Order 66 is about Jedi. It's not about, like, other people. You don't think everybody got the Order just in case? No, they all got Order 66, but Order 66... Is just to kill the Jedi. Hmm. But that makes me wonder, like... There's... What the... Did he have a moment? (laughs) No, but, like, did he have a moment of, like, going into overdrive, like, looking for the slightest bit of, like, Jedi whatever, and then kind of came out of it? Or 
was he just like order 66 well there's no jedi here and he was just chill hot hauser throughout yeah i mean like, that would have been cool to see because like the sindola is like trust him completely it seemed beforehand yeah like and they he, he purposely went against the empire to help save hera like, like he's like hey your kids like got arrested <laughs> I think the thing about Hauser, like, and Order 66 is, like you said, like, the Syndulas trust him implicitly. So maybe he never had that moment of of conditioning weakness. But then, yeah, like, the clones on Kamino were all like, yay, Empire. So I'm like, where is that line? And maybe this is me just wanting it explored more. But what if we had gotten, like, a two-episode arc in the Clone Wars looking at yeah. that? Yeah. It would have been really interesting to see, like, how the chips affected everyone. Like... Were the chip, were the clones who were like cheering on Kamino, were those the ones who like murdered their Jedi? Oh, and dang. like, like the ones who didn't have Jedi around, they didn't get the call, you know? Yeah. They're like, or, it's not what Order 66. I don't know what that is. What are you guys talking about? You murdered your Jedi? That's the other thing. <laughs> do clones like Hauser not know what happened, or do they know and they just think it's messed up? Because there is that propaganda about, like, the Jedi tried to kill Palpatine, so. Yeah. So do you have any other small ones, or are we jumping right into the galaxy-shaking ones? I think they're all, like, really big. Okay. I'm going to kick this one off, and here's mine. What if Padme fell in love with Obi-Wan instead? Oh, my God. I'm so shocked that you brought this up. Shocked that my, what is the ship called? Obidala side is rearing its head but i'm not talking like infidelity i'm just like what if you know they walk into the apartment and she's like okay ewan mcgregor is here i mean obi-wan kenobi is here like okay wait is this like like she and anna can never get together like they never get together and like oh yeah yeah then the galaxy would be a better place (laughs) would the empire have taken over i don't know anakin is very susceptible to things oh man Oh, my God. He would have gone dark when he was 10. Not 10, because, like, Padme was 14 when they met, so I'm not expecting her to fall in love with Obi-Wan okay, then, yeah, but yeah, Attack yeah. of the Clones era. Everything up until Attack of the Clones unfolds exactly the same. Even Anakin's feelings about Padme is exactly the same. And then they show up in her apartment, and she's like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, hello there. And okay. <laughs> they fall in love. Maybe Anakin would have gone dark faster, because yeah, he couldn't no. have her. Yeah, on... on- Oh, gosh. Geonosis. He's like, yeah, we're going to go rescue Obi-Wan to kill him. And then murder, murder. He's like, hey, Dooku, what's up? Oh, man. I just think that would have been fun. I feel like everything would have unfolded maybe exactly the same. Although, obviously, everything, like, original trilogy onward would have been different because Luke and Leia wouldn't be a thing. But I wonder how how they would have stopped Vader then because I don't think Darth Vader wouldn't have happened. It probably would have happened sooner. What's yours? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a few. That's fine. Okay. Uh, one of mine is about Padme, and it's like, what if she lived? What if she raised both her children? Mm, I like that. Yeah, it would – I feel like they would be very different. Maybe not Leia so much because I feel like Bale and Padme are very similar. They are. In a lot of regards, yeah. So, yeah, we would get like little like Luke the politician probably. The Aww. The little – revolutionary luke um because he's definitely got his mom's heart like yeah yeah he does he's he's a he's a good boy yeah uh but i feel like they would always have to be on the run Mm -hmm. yeah they wouldn't be able to 
just like Ahsoka. And that's another one of mine. What if Ahsoka never left the Order? What if she accepted her knighthood? Would she have been uh, killed, I wonder? No, because she still would have been with Rex, right? Yes. But would she have, like, picked up on stuff? Like, she would have been around if people, like, believed Fives, you know, when Fives is telling everyone about the chips. Mm-hmm. She's closer to the clones than any other Jedi, I feel like. I feel yeah. like she would have listened to Fives because Fives was part of her team, too. Yeah. So, yeah, that's another thing. What if everyone believed Fives? What if Ahsoka had listened to Maul on Mandalore? Oh, my God. She took his hand. Okay. Not like that, but like – Although <laughs> – I had to. I had to. I'm not, I'm not strictly opposed to this as long as everybody's over 18. But like you what know, if like, – okay. I'm not – I'm not, you know, whatever. But like what if she had listened to his warnings about Anakin and Palpatine and hadn't, hadn't I guess – her her affection for Anakin is ultimately what caused her not to. That she didn't want to murder Anakin. That right. was like that's, the major that's part her of her thing. Obi Wan felt the same way because he said, "I don't want to kill Anakin," and that's kind of why he like let the fire do it. And then I guess ten minutes later, when they got a news bulletin about Darth Vader, he's like, "God damn it!" But you know what I mean? Like both of their affection for Anakin is what stopped them from doing anything about it. What would have been interesting if she like agreed with Maul, and then Maul's like, "Hey, Palps, Palps is." Is the guy. And then she like contacts Anakin and be like, dude, just get off course again. Just get off of it. But Anakin by this point knew. He knew who Palpatine was and he went in anyway. Yeah, but I feel like if she talked to him, it would be different. By that point, do you think so? I think he was so far gone. Like if she had reached out to him like before, maybe that last week when Revenge of the Sith is set. Like, if she'd never left the Order, maybe he wouldn't have been – I'm not blaming any of this on Ahsoka. I'm just saying maybe no, if, like, no, no. if she had, you know, stayed with the Order and Anakin hadn't quite been in so dark a place, he might have been more open to listening to people. Yeah, I because think, I think like, by that point, he's so far gone. Like, Padme couldn't get through to him. Yeah. Well, like, he's not going to listen to Mace. Mace who's been, like, staring Pardon. at him. Like, yeah, he's not listening to Mace Windu. But he he would listen to Ahsoka. I feel like – Even I feel like he would listen to Ahsoka over Obi-Wan. Because remember, this is after Obi-Wan faked his death. and Which was just such a supremely bad idea given how emotional Anakin is. I know. What did you think was going to happen, Obi-Wan? You're just traumatizing this kid further. So I feel like ever since then, Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship was super strained. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And also, like, I know Padme and Anakin kind of, like, they have a strained relationship after the Clovis thing, too. Like, I feel like if she wasn't pregnant, they would have broken up. Probably. But then he probably would he would have fallen to the dark side anyway. Like, that boy was ready to go. But he's not going to listen to Padme or Obi-Wan because of those two reasons. Right. Ahsoka, though. Ahsoka and Rex. He would listen to. Ahsoka, he I feel would, like especially he would listen to. Yeah. And I think Ahsoka would listen to five. So by that regard, like, you know. It would all it would all come together much quicker. It would. Speaking of things coming together quicker, I have another one. What okay. if because I we all know Obi-Wan like knows Anakin and Padme are together and he's just not saying anything. Yeah. But what if Anakin had told Obi-Wan right away? Would he have been able to if he had Obi-Wan as a confidant for like, I'm worried about Padme for because we're having a baby, like Obi-Wan knows what it is to be tempted to leave the order because of love. Like, 
Yeah. He's not. Of, of all people. Of all people, Obi-Wan is the one Anakin can talk to. So if he had had Obi-Wan to turn to earlier rather than waiting until Padme is like eight months pregnant and he's panicking, would would things have unfolded much more smoothly? Like he could have helped him quietly leave the order. Yeah, if he or wanted get to, like or a Jedi healer to check out Padme or just take her to a gyno and be like, oh no, there's two babies in there. Okay, that's Didn't, when you know Padme sorry. not once went to a gyno. Nope. That's how you know. Because she thought there was just one baby in her. <laughs> I'm sorry. The I'm state sorry. of maternal health care in the galaxy is abysmal. Yes. Oh, wait, but this is my other thing. What if it's obvious Obi-Wan knew and didn't do anything? What if he did something? What if he confronted Anakin and was like, hey, stop? At what point? (laughs) Or you have to make a decision. I feel like he's thinking, let's just get through this war. Let's get through this war and then we'll deal with this kind of stuff. I feel like that's what everyone's doing is like, that's for future Obi-Wan to deal with, you know? But at what point do you see him confronting Anakin? Like right after they get married or like Revenge of the Sith era or somewhere in the middle? I don't. I think he would right after Attack of the Clones. After Satine. What if he did it after Satine? Not when she yeah. died, but like when they saw her again. Yeah. What if Satine lived? She did. Okay. In my head, she's alive. Here's my thing. And I say this about everybody. If Darth Maul could survive being bisected and thrown down a garbage chute and then living in trash with spider legs, For 10 years, literally anybody else who has died could still be alive. Okay, but Maul has spite and the dark side. So we all know that's what kept him alive. Love is more powerful than all of this. So if he's got spite and it's keeping him alive, I feel like love is even more powerful and is going to really keep people alive, extra alive. And then, you know, medical care and whatever. But like, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, she got stabbed, like, in the heart. That's okay. That's not a... That's fine. That's fine. But it's a flesh That's wound. <laughs> they can fix a stab wound to the heart. Again, Maul got cut in half. And he yeah. gave himself spider legs. And he was fine. Was so. he fine? He was... <laughs> I mean, he wasn't fine. But he was fine. Like, physically, he was fine. I think so, physically, either. I mean... He, or he mentally. His legs. Mentally, he was like he he was living in garbage for ten years. Like he wasn't okay. He needed to talk to somebody, but he was okay. Okay, Arzu, what if every Star Wars character Jedi Sith got therapy? Then we would not have this podcast because there would be no story to tell <laughs> if just everybody got therapy when they needed it. Okay, and if we mention Satine, we have to think: What if Obi Wan, when he like reunites with Satine, sees Corky and was like? Oh, no, that's my kid. That's not a what if. That's going to happen in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Mark my words. We are getting Corky Kenobi canonized. I'm saying this now. Don't disappoint me, Star Wars. Another thing with the Revenge of the Sith is like when Padme is asking Anakin to go with her and just run away. Yeah, what if he did? But there is like a deleted like scene or deleted concept art. Mm-hmm. That she was planning on like straight up murdering him. So those are two very different things. I, I think I think if she had asked him to run away with her and he had, I think then that's when Obi-Wan comes into play and now he's officially like, okay, the Jedi Order is no more. I'm here to help you guys like make a new life. If she had shown up with a knife, I think it, 
it's a very different tone for the scene. Okay, but we have to remember that this was after she found out he murdered children. But she goes there wanting him to deny it. She wants him to be like, that wasn't me. But she knows. She knows. But the Padme we see in the movie, granted the characterization of Padme in Revenge of the Sith is not my favorite overall. But I do think this Padme wanting to believe the best in Anakin in spite of everything. Like she is the last person really who believes in him. So I think it makes sense for her to not go there armed because she doesn't think anything's going to happen. At least not to her. Not to her. Boy, was she wrong. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. All right. So anything else for the prequel error? Are we jumping into original? Just like, what if Anakin actually listened to Mace? What if Mace and Yoda and the rest of the Jedi weren't so shady and they like talked to him so then Anakin like trusted them? When Mace is like, no, you should stay in the temple. I'm going to take care of this. I suspect we are going to get an answer for why the Jedi are so shady in the High Republic. Because they don't seem super shady right now. But something happens to go from like super chill, can't keep his pants on Elzar man to like very shady Jedi. And I feel like we're going to see why that is. I think it's Yoda because he's the comp. I think it's Yoda because he's the common denominator. Yeah, I'm blaming Yoda. Well, okay, but that's not <laughs> completely out of base because if he see if something goes wrong in the High Republic era and he sees how wrong it's going, then as one of the surviving members to kind of carry over, like I would see why he'd clamp down on everything and be like, "No, we're not doing this again because of whatever happened 200 years ago." So I could definitely yeah. see it actually Yoda. And I believe in the Revenge of the Sith novel by is it Stoker? Uh, Stover, Matthew Stover. Stover, Matthew Stover. Uh, There's like some, you know, inner dialogue with him and he takes responsibility for it because he says we didn't change with the times and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, blame Yoda. It's all Yoda's fault. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the OT. Do it. All right. Little theories first. Or little what ifs. All mine are big. All right. Just right to the big stuff then. Yes. Okay. Because I don't even have any little theories. Okay. Yeah. It's all big stuff. Yeah. I think you might have this one too. Yeah. Because all the little what ifs are being covered in the comics. Let's be real. So. Yeah. So what if Leia was taken to Tatooine and Luke was taken to Alderaan? Prince Luke Organa? Leia Skywalker? Here's what I don't understand about the Tatooine situation at all is why his last name is Skywalker. Because it's like we're trying to hide him from Darth Vader, who used to be Anakin Skywalker, whose mother died in this specific house. So what if we just take his son to this specific house and give him that specific last name? And I understand it's because the story changed in development during the original. Like, I get that. But why isn't it Luke Lars? It's Leia Organa. Okay, my theory is, like we do so many times, is we try to make it make sense. Okay, let's hear it. Shimmy was a slave... I feel like Skywalker is actually a common name. But he's in the same house. Yeah. Well, you know, Anakin doesn't like sand, remember? Anakin's, oh yeah, they're hiding him right in the middle of the sand. They're like, he's not coming here. No, no, he's not coming back here. Yes, exactly. I think it was a Lego Star Wars. And they were recreating like a new hope and Luke's like, you didn't change your last name. And Obi-Wan, Lego Obi-Wan's like, you didn't change your last name. <laughs> and 
just the two dumbest boys in the galaxy. (laughs) Like what? Not changing their names. Okay. My what if is sort of, I guess let's jump off of yours. So what if Leia had gone and Luke had gone? What Mm -hmm. if one of them got sent away, but Vader raised the other one? I don't care which one. Yeah. Yeah, he found one of them, but like, and he only thought he was having one because again, no guy knows. Yeah. In this galaxy. So what if, what if, let's say he did go back to Tatooine and whichever twin was being raised on Tatooine, if he went back to the, to the Lars ranch or Lars homestead and he found a baby there, what if he just took it and raised it? Yeah. Yeah. What if he went to like go to his mother's grave? We saw him visit like Padme's grave when he went to Naboo Mm -hmm. in the comics. He's a sentimental man. He really is. But it's that darn sand. (laughs) Yeah, Padme's grave doesn't have any sand. That's why he's fine with it. Exactly. That kind of goes with another thing is what if Vader realized Leia was his daughter in A New Hope? Would he have tortured her? Yeah, what would he have done? Like, would he have let Alderaan blow up i think yes because he would blame bale and everyone else for keeping his kid away from him oh yeah but then i wonder if he would have if he would have instead of you know just blowing her up and being like okay now we're gonna kill you like you know join me daughter and together we can rule the galaxy and palpatine's like wait what (laughs) there only can be two that's the whole thing there only can be two and vader's like yeah sure i'll bring my son to you palps Okay, let's, yeah, so first, I think we've established Vader is not the brightest. Well, I mean, his backup plan always was, hey, we're taking out the old dude. Which was a, that was his backup plan. plan. So Palps is an idiot for thinking, (laughs) thinking, this is going to be fine. This is fine. (laughs) Well, Palps is an idiot. We know that. Like, Palps is smart up to a point and then. I think he believes too much of his own press, you know? I think that's the thing. He he thinks he's such a big deal that like nobody could possibly. Yeah, he thinks get he has, in the way. Um, Vader underfoot so much that because he's like, oh, he doesn't count dummy. on the power of love. Yeah, this dummy doesn't know what I'm going to do. Another thing about Vader in my what if list is what if Vader listened to Ahsoka at the end of the Twilight of the Apprentice. Ooh. So yeah, we have. We got Maul there. We got Kanan. We got Ezra. But the scene with Ahsoka and Vader, where she, like, kind of, she tries to talk to him. What if he'd been open to listening? Yeah. What if he was just like tired and like, before he starts crumbling the temple? Yeah. And before she's like, okay, he's dead. Like she accepts it. She gives him a chance, and then she, he's like, nah. And he's like, guess Anakin's dead. I'm gonna avenge him. And then she's like, so what if she takes Jedi. that chance? Yeah. What if he like, yeah, what if he takes her hand? You know? Everybody needs to take hands. Yeah. Not because throw things, hands. Take hands. Because things go so much better in Star Wars when we take hands instead of throw hands. Would Vader like be like an inside informant for the rebellion? Ooh. Him and Callus just exchanging notes. Yeah. But like, hey, what's up, Fulcrum? What did you see? Nothing, Fulcrum. <laughs> Vader, the fulcrum agent. Oh, my God. Okay. Also, imagine Vader, Ahsoka, and Rex. The dynamic trio back together again. The feels. The feels. (gasps) And then you got Maul out there. 
go Kenobi, you know, kind of thing. And he finds Kenobi eventually. Does that mean like maybe Ahsoka, you know, finds him too? Because Ezra knows where Ezra freaking knows where Kenobi is. I'm not convinced that Ahsoka (laughs) isn't going to find Obi-Wan in the Obi-Wan show. Because why wouldn't she? Like, I know she and Obi-Wan kind of had that tension in the Siege of Mandalore arc. Oh, she was and then mad at him. She was, like, not happy. And then, But then the next time she calls him, like, the whole tell Anakin, I know that, or I will, not I know. Like, tell Anakin, I will. Like, that exchange, like, clearly things are softening because they are both worried about Anakin. Yeah. So now that Anakin has died as far as she's, oh, but that's the other thing. Ahsoka doesn't know that Vader is Anakin until later. Whereas Until Obi-Wan season knows. two. Yeah, season two. No, but does he know? The he thing does is- because he sees the Darth Vader video or the hollow in Revenge of the Sith. So Obi-Wan knows who Darth no. Vader is. He knows that Anakin, Darkseid, everything like that. Yeah, he's Vader. But Vader is before A New Hope kind of more like a ghost. He's not a figurehead. He's not going to be in the press. But people is, know, like people in the Empire know who Darth Vader is. They're they, not hundred like they they may not be able to like point him out in a lineup, but people know of Palpatine's lapdog Darth Vader, and whether okay. or not. Sorry, but does go that ahead. get to t- Tatooine where Kenobi is, where Obi Wan is? I think so. Okay. The Empire's got a presence there, but does he tell Ahsoka that he doesn't? Obviously, because Ahsoka doesn't know. So freaking from a certain point of view, Kenobi. Oh, him just like, telling lies all over the place. Oh, he's like, from a certain point of view. And like Ahsoka would not accept that like Luke did. No, like Ahsoka finding out this is like, I'm going to find Obi-Wan. I'm going to slug him right in the jaw. I'm going to bring him back. <laughs> I'm going to punch his ghost. Well, no, because by the time she finds out, Obi-Wan's still alive. Yeah, that's true. Do okay, you think when- she told Rex? She didn't tell Rex. Uh, when she finds out? Yeah. I think she did. You think she did? Yeah, because I don't think, because I think it, it's hard enough on her to find it out. So I don't think she'd want to sit with that alone. But would she want to give Rex that burden? Rex can handle it. But like Rex was still idolizing Anakin in his first episode. But they can still talk about like separating General Skywalker from Darth Vader and everything he's become because I think of all the clones, I think Rex under like is one of the ones that really gets that distinction between like light side and dark side and like the nuance of of being a Jedi and being susceptible to the dark because he's worked with Anakin for so long. Yeah. I think if any clone would get it, it would be Rex. So I, I feel like I feel like she wouldn't want to carry that by herself. Okay. What if okay, here's my little one, because this is this is like one small one. Okay. What if Ahsoka meets Luke and Leia as adults? Because I know she sees Leia a bit in the book as like a baby, but. Yeah. She sees her like in a hologram, right? She doesn't actually meet her. Yeah, like not in person. I think she's talking to Bale and then like Leia is like crawling in the background. But. Yeah. And he doesn't want her to meet Ahsoka. Yeah. Understandably. But, you know, yeah. when they're adults and in the rebellion, you know, Ahsoka's still around. So. But when is Ahsoka around? We don't know where when she gets out of the world between worlds. I just assumed she came back right around the same time Ezra did. But we don't I see don't, that, but I just assumed No, I that don't she think did. she did. I don't think she did because they need to have she would have been in the movies. Like she would have been in those major events if she was, you know, 
Not necessarily. Because what we're seeing in the movies is Luke's point of view and Leia and Han's point of view. If she was like with the rebellion, people wouldn't been like, hey, Luke, there's a Jedi over here kind of thing. Well, that's the thing is like if she's operating on the fringe, like as a spy, because that's what she was sort of doing for Bail, like an informant, a spy, like a on the fringe leader. She's not right there in the core with like Mon Mothma and Leia and all that. She's not around. So if she's just continuing what she's doing. I feel like if you have someone of Ahsoka's talents, you want her there for the last Death Star and things like that. You want her involved in those kind of big moments because yeah, she was a spy, but if you look in like season two of Rebels, she's very hands-on with the actual rebellion. All the people know her, you know, like. Right. But she, she's, she's talented and you want her there for that. But then the thing is that she is, has such experience and such a wide skill set that like, if you've already got, and first, I don't think that her skills are that widely known because like, we see it in canon later, like people with Luke, they're not even 100% sure what he did with the Death Star. Like, because they didn't watch the nicely shot and edited movie like we did. They're not 100% sure either. So I feel like Ahsoka, knowing that she has this wide range of talents, like, we know that the rebellion is much bigger than just what we see on screen. So I feel like she is a leader, but she's being of use, like, not directly on camera. Because that the Death Star is a problem, yeah, but it's not the only problem. So that's that's why I think, like, came out right around the same time Ezra did and she's been just like doing other things but the thing is why did it take her so long to go find Sabine to be like hey we're getting our boy back because maybe neither of them were ready we also don't know when exactly she went to get Sabine it was definitely after oh right because Jason's around yeah um yeah but then even then like like yeah, so it's, so it's, it's five uh, years, five, six it's years. It's right after uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because she's been doing rebellion stuff. Because right after Return of the Jedi, like, the war is still happening. Okay, I guess I guess Ezra's not important. Couldn't help with that. Well, I mean, Ezra's not her only concern. Like, look, Ahsoka's not going to drop everything for some teenager she met three times. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, 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 hey. Well, like Sabine, yeah, the one who let her get Ezra, murdered. No, <laughs> Ezra means a hell of a lot more to Sabine than I think he does to Ahsoka. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Alrighty, so are we ready to move into the sequels? Yes. Okay, mine are going to come as a shock to absolutely nobody, but I will try to keep it interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, my, I have a small one, which okay. is like, what if Ray met Ahsoka? Because we don't know how old Tergudos Tr- live. Oh, that would be cute. She wouldn't be that old even. She would be, like, I guess she's in her 40s-ish. She's she's 36. Yeah, she's 36 in A New Hope. Okay, which means she's 46 in Mando, which means um, 20 years later. She made her 60s. 60s or yeah. early 70s. Yeah, there's not totally out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Maybe she will one day. Yeah. We don't know. There's plenty of comics, novels, you know? Yeah. All right, you go first. I don't want to kick this off by being predictable. Okay, what if Leia confronted Kylo at the end of The Last Jedi instead of Luke? He's a mama's boy. He is. Oh my, that boy would have crumbled instantly. Just instantly. Exactly. His mama is like, listen, you put me in a coma. His mama's like, go to your room. And he's like, okay. 
I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I mean, I get why it was Luke. Cause like, that's what he needed to hear. He needed to like, basically take it out on the source of his frustration. But if Leia had gone out there, that th- there would be no episode nine. Like that boy would have just crumbled immediately. Hey, the mom, I miss you. No, but actually, though, <laughs> I know that's my one of my biggest disappointments about the sequel is we never got like a Kylo Leia scene, right? Then, right? Leia scene. Yep. We could have. We could, so if we go into my smallest of what ifs and like what if Ben hadn't died. Um, I mean, I know, I, I know that that Carrie Fisher wasn't around for the yeah. shooting of nine, but we could have had a Ben and Leia just like a a hug where we see her from behind. And anybody who wants to come at me and tell me that Leia could never forgive her son, because like she does still love him as horrified as she is, because every time she talks about him, she's like, I want him back. I want my son home. And then at her lowest moment in the last year, I'd be like, my son's gone. And Luke's like, actually, no one's ever really gone. Like, don't worry. Again, what if instead of Han in The Force Awakens, it's Leia? He would have crumbled immediately. Exactly. Immediately. Exactly. Again. And it's over by that point. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like he, I think, I think Leia's thing is that she is his mother and has always tried to be there for him and tried to understand him and like tried to do what she thought was best for him. But it's like these men in his life are the ones he perceives as a disappointment. Hence his daddy issues and why he runs to Snoke. Um, and uncle issues. I mean, I know that I know the grooming. I know he's in his head. But the thing is, Snoke is like, I am going to be a male role model for you where you have none. Yeah. So, Hot and Luke. <laughs> Good like, job, guys. Honestly, <laughs> what a disaster. So that's, I guess, that's the big one. Is what if. Like, if Leia had been involved at any stage, that boy would have caved. All right. Here's another little one. Okay. What if Finn and Poe had kissed? then I would have been so happy and not disappointed like I was. What if Disney Cowards. had the balls to do that? I, Instead of giving us a, a gay kiss in the background that can easily be cut in foreign movies, foreign theaters. Especially because you've got the bulk of that movie with these two snarking at each other like a jealous married couple without the payoff. Yeah, just that first thing, just that first scene in Force Awakens, they have so much freaking chemistry. So much chemistry. The way they look at each other and Oscar Isaac is playing it up. You know he is. Licking his oh, lips. 100%. Looking up and down. Like Oscar knows what he's doing. One look at Finn and he went, yes, please. Mm-hmm. He's like, and Disney wear my no. jacket? He, he gave his boyfriend his jacket. Mm-hmm. But then Finn gave it to Ray temporarily. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Finn's a gentleman. I know. No. But I'm he joking. took that jacket back because yeah, that's his boyfriend's his jacket. jacket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, if we're going like, to be I'm like – for being polite, but I If we're going to be like, like petty, like what if Rose had like more than two minutes screen time in what the last then? movie? <laughs> what, what then? What if instead of a slug, it had been Rose? Freaking Claude. Like, freaking Claude. What if you all already know that in my head, Ray Palpatine never happened. Ray Skywalker hasn't happened. You all know this. So I'm going to go with something different. If we couldn't have Ray nobody, what if Ray Kenobi? 
I love that. And like Daisy's like alluded to that in interviews. Because that's what it was supposed to be. After The Force like, Awakens, that's where they were leading. Why? That's why the last thing you hear in Ray's vision is Obi-Wan speaking to her. Yes. You hear both Sir Old Alec and Guinness yeah. and Ewan McGregor's voice talking to her. Apparently that's why. And I know like people are going, well, the originals had no plan. First of all, it shows. Second of all, like having no – like I understand not wanting to pen yourself into a very strict narrative because that doesn't allow for a story to grow. So I get that, like having a bit of freedom. But things like who your character is, who their family is and what motivates them, knowing that from the outset is not only not a bad thing, but it should be encouraged. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's – I know, again, people talk crap about the prequels every day, but they are the most consistent. Yes. That is – I 100% agree with you. Like, um, you can talk about the CGI. You can talk about the performances. You can talk about whatever you want. They are the most thematically coherent and narratively consistent. Yes. They feel like a trilogy. Like, you you know, people will say my comfort movie is – I don't know – the, the Last Jedi or Return of the Jedi or like like whatever you can pick and choose. But because the prequels are my comfort watch, I can't watch one without the other. They all bleed into each other so naturally that like they feel almost like one extremely long movie. At least to me. I'm I, Others might feel differently. What if Palpatine won and Ray was like, Palpatine was in a Ray's body? Okay, look. Hear me out. He said, kill me so I can take over your body. And she said, no. And then she immediately flips the lightning back on him and kills him anyway. And I'm like, this is not ultimately all that different from running a lightsaber through his heart. She is still responsible for his death. And then 10 seconds later, her soulmate dies in her arms. So if you want to look me in the eye and tell me that Tross is not Ray's villain origin story, I simply do not believe you. Maybe he did win. We don't know. Evil Ray was hot in a weird pointy teeth way. Okay, but look, Evil Ray, <laughs> all angry and aggressive and whatever. And then her friends got a saver. And then guess who comes back from the world between worlds? Shut up, I know that's not how it works. Look who comes back from the world between worlds and suddenly everything is fine and they all have to save Ray. Nobody saw Ahsoka's dead body. That's why she was able to be saved. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't okay. care. Okay. The world between worlds works exactly how whatever story you're telling needs it to work. Okay? Because I have said it before and I'll say it again. The Jedi could not summon anything into their hands until Luke needed that lightsaber in the cave. When when did he do that? In like, what's the movie called? The Empire Strikes Back when he calls the lightsaber into his hands? Is the first oh, time okay. we see a Jedi I do that. Like, I thought you meant like, like No, not Ray like was historically. Doing. I mean like on screen. <laughs> Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, what? No, huh? no, no. Like, on screen, Jedi couldn't summon anything into their hands until Luke needed to get a lightsaber while he was hanging upside down. So, yeah. Ahso- that's how the world between worlds worked for Ahsoka. But that's not necessarily how the Force works at all times. Because if the Force has, like, finite, boxed-in rules, that's not super interesting. What? Okay, let's go to the shows again, just for a second. All right, back to the shows. Okay, what if Kanan lived? What if there were... A Jedi or two around during a New Hope time. I mean, technically there are. But what if Kanan yeah. had lived? Would they have still been able to get away? 
You know what? what? I'll let you pull. I'll let you pull Kanan out of the world between worlds if you let me pull Ben out of the world between worlds. But no, then Hera and Sabine and Ezra would die. No, it'll be fine because magic. No, but okay. What if they didn't explode the thing? So then Kanan didn't have to sacrifice himself, and he got to raise his kid. Okay, and Hera was it alone. You don't get to fundamentally change the escape plan if I don't get to pull Ben out of the world between worlds. That's not how this works. I don't know no, why I'm going for fairness you could th- here. No, I'm giving a whole new situation. I'm not trying to say the world between worlds. You could say. World between worlds what is if, shorthand. What if Ben just didn't die? What if well, like, yeah. that didn't kill him? That instead. Yeah. Okay. So last one before we wrap things up. Wild card what if. Anything you wanted to mention before we finish? Candace. Yes. My main what if. The dream. <laughs> it is. What if Jar Jar was a dark lord of the Sith? Dun, dun, dun. It is just so beautiful to think about. Just imagine like Anakin's reaction, Obi-Wan, Padme's. And it just – it works on so many levels. He's from Naboo where Palps is from. He finds himself like in these situations but lives – Oh, God. Have you seen the Reddit post about somebody like analyzing like oh his? I've had the breakdown about Darth Jar Jar. Okay, yes. So and uh, his actions seem purposeful. Okay, but anything looks purposeful if you decide it's purposeful. Okay, I've decided it's the, purposeful. I know the whole like it's messy fighting or whatever it's called. It's a deliberate combat style. I'm like, but that to me wasn't like the intent. But I will say. I will say, to go with your theory, that Jar Jar Binks is still responsible for the fall of the Republic. Exactly. And as George said, Jar Jar is key to it all. And he, he was not wrong. Like, Jar Jar is the reason the Republic fell. Sith Lord or not? No. Imagine if, like, Yoda went to confront Palpatine. And, like, Palpatine's like, I, I need a break. <laughs> and there's, like, dark small dramatic level... Like doors wishing open. Like a dark mall worthy, like wishing open doors. And, you know, with a cloak and then lightsaber. No, but but imagine this. Imagine everything up until a certain point in the movie plays out exactly the same. Nothing Mm -hmm. changes. And then Anakin goes to Mace and he's like, I think Chancellor Palpatine's a Sith Lord. And then Mace goes to confront Palpatine in his office and the chair turns around and Jar Jar's sitting there. Nothing else changes. But from then on, Jar Jar is the Dark Lord of the Sith. He's actually the puppet master. Somehow Jar Jar has returned. Oh Oh my god, imagine if they did Jar Jar instead of Palps in Rise of Skywalker. Because it turns out Jar Jar was Palpatine's boss all along. Yes, that would have have been ridiculous. Imagine the articles. Imagine the video. I would have lost my mind. Oh, that kind of chaos would have been worth it. I okay. almost wish they would choose chaos like that more often. Yeah, let's just let's choose chaos, you know? Make Jar Jar a Sith Lord. Okay. Yes. My last one, which I honestly cannot believe it's I didn't bring up earlier. It's not it's a wild card. It's not a wild card. It's not a wild card. I'm just astonished it took me this long to bring it up. What if Ray took Ben's hand? You're shocked. I'm sure you're shocked with silence. I was thinking, I was like thinking about choices people made in this, the the sequel trilogy and that's like one of the things that came to my mind mostly because you maggie and norhal are always like take their hand you know kind of thing okay so if she had taken his hand but the thing is when she takes his hand makes a difference if she had taken his hand in the force awakens 
that girl was so on the precipice of like light, dark, I don't know what's going on, that she would have fallen right to the dark because she didn't have that additional Jedi perspective. If she had taken his hand in The Last Jedi, I think that could have gone either way because both of them at that point were so firm and decided in their powers and in the cause they want to fight for that she would have been far less willing to listen to his teachings if she'd taken his hand in the throne room instead of on circular base. And then obviously his his final like post UR Palpatine join me thing if she had joined him in the Rise of Skywalker. Although at that point I think it would have flipped. I think he should have taken her hand. He like, did bye. join her. He did join her in the end. He did join her in the end, but if he had done it sooner. Then he like, could have seen his mama. Then he could have seen his mom. See, okay, of all <laughs> of, of all three these two taking hand moments, that one is the most sentimental. But I think the Force Awakens one, having Ray go dark quickly, is more interesting. Back to the shows as my final what if. What if Boba Fett and Fennec Shan kissed on screen? It's going to happen this December. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay, but last, last, what if? Okay. What if That was my last one because I don't want to be salty uh, as I go yeah, out. What if Omega shows up in Book of Boba Fett? I would love that. She's like, oh, you're like, my mother. I would love that. <laughs> I know. I can't do I can't do the accent, so I'm not gonna even try. But like that yeah, would be Boba's so cute. technically like her brother. I think like her twin brother, maybe. They were born at like the same time. Yeah, like back to back. Yeah. And then she knows Fennec. She's yeah. like, hey, and Fennec's like, you've grown so much. And Boba's like, what's going on? How do you know my sister? This is awkward. Does Boba know he has a sister? Wouldn't that be a surprise? She's like, I'm your sister. And Fennec's like, what? And Boba's like, hang on, back it up. I just have a lot of uncles. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. I very much want this. All right. So I think that'll that'll do it for us. So let us know on Twitter what your what-ifs are. Please kindly keep it civil. So if you want updates on Space Waffles, follow myself at Arzuamine on Twitter. And for all things Geeky Waffle, you can find us at Geeky underscore Waffle on Twitter, The Geeky Waffle everywhere else, and uh, patreon.com slash The Geeky Waffle if you would like to help support our ever-growing network. And Candace, where can they find you online? Um, I'm on Twitter at Candace is a Geek. All right. So thank you so much for listening. The world between worlds is whatever we want it to be, and may the waffles be with you.